Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. Today we're talking about mindset. (laughs) Guys, mindset's never going to go away. Like, I'm never going to stop talking about it. In fact, it's basically what my entire next book is about because it is the core of so many problems, triumphs, solutions, all of it. It all goes back to mindset. I mean, I've been doing mindset work for over three years now, and I continue to do it because as you continue to grow, the shifts that occur and the things that can happen as you keep working on your mindset are insane. The more I work on it, the more things happen for me, happen to me, happen because of it. And so I just want you to know that I'm never going to stop talking about it. So hopefully you'll keep listening. And today I want to talk more about money mindset because there's a lot of like little hidden money mindset things that I hear people saying or I see sort of like hidden in questions that I get asked from people. And so I want to address some of those, I guess, like questions that people are asking me or you know, they're looking for solutions to what they think are problems that really aren't problems. It's really like a mindset issue. So I'm, of course, psyched to talk about this because I love mindset work. (laughs) And if you are looking to dig more into mindset, I have an awesome course called Retail Money Mindset. It's available now at retailmoneymindset.com. And it's a self-study course that has four modules. And you guys, I just want to tell you, when I recorded this course as a live training, like I, I always run courses live and then a lot of them get turned into a self-study course. So if you ever see me launch like a brand new course and I'm running it actually live and I'm going to be there, like you want to be in that live course because it can be super magical. Like I'm so passionate about keeping my energy and my vibration high. That's why I don't teach a lot of live courses anymore. I'm very particular about when I share my energy with you guys and in what ways I do because I like to stay really high vibe and actually holding space for so many of you all the time can be really physically draining for me. So it's why I spend a lot of time alone. That's why, you know, I'm starting to do more events, which you'll you'll hear more coming up about. But a lot of times, you know, if I go to a market, 
I'm just spending time with my one-on-one clients or my mastermind. I'm not doing these like big meetups. I'm not, you know, I just, it's too much for me, frankly. And if I'm going to do something like that, it's going to be an event and I'm going to host it and I'm going to teach you something because that's really important to me. So this retail money mindset course, let me tell you, when I taught it, it was magic. Okay. There's like over four, four and a half probably hours of there of live trainings, four modules. It is jam packed with mindset work, with massive shifts. I have multiple conversations over the four modules about money mindset. I mean, people said to me either, oh my God, Emily, this this course has completely changed me, completely changed my life. Or they were like, Emily, this course really stirred me up. And I really had to take a break because I had so much stuff that I didn't realize that I had packed in and packed on that I hadn't dealt with. And you really forced me to start dealing with some of that stuff. So listen, I'm not saying that to be like in a bad way, but I'm saying that there's a lot of things that we haven't dealt with in our lives that are really affecting our mindset. And so I want to make sure that I'm always sort of challenging you guys to like keep going. And that's why retail money mindset is now a self-study course that you can go through at any time. So you just head to retailmoneymindset.com. And once you sign up, you get immediate access. There's four videos. There's four module trainings. I mean, it's it's packed. You're probably going to want to do like one a week, honestly, space yourself out. Because I don't know if you can actually do the big transformations, the shifts over less time than that. It's a really heavy course, but it's really good. It will change your life. It will change your money mindset. And I don't want to say it's going to make you more money, but it's definitely going to make you feel better. It's definitely going to give you a lot of great perspective on things that maybe you've been stuck on about. And maybe it's going to show you a different way to run your business. That's really my hope for you. So once again, you can find that course available at retailmoneymindset.com. And I can't wait to hear how you love it because I love that course. It's so good. All right, so let's jump in here to talk about money mindset, okay? One of the biggest things I hear, and I hear this from basically everyone in retail that has an inventory-based business, right? They say, I need to buy more to sell more. And this is like a busted mindset that some of you guys, if you were in direct sales, you heard this. I know you heard it. It was one of the biggest triggers that came out of a lot of the direct selling companies for me to hear you guys say is like, oh, well, I just need to buy more to sell more. Like, no, that's not a thing, okay? You need to sell more to buy more. Do you hear me? You need to sell more to buy more. You don't always need to be constantly buying, buying, buying. Really, the shift needs to be on selling, selling, selling. I find that so many people get really caught up in like, you know, they get really worried about money. You know, tell this, I'm sure this is so many of you listening, okay? Know that if you're listening alone in your car, there's another woman listening alone in her car and she's literally say, like thinking and going through the same thing as you, okay? Because I went through this as well, where we think that, oh my gosh, Maybe we're having like a down moment in our business. Maybe we're having a down moment in our life and that's affecting our business. And what happens when we have that down moment is instead of switching our heads to think, oh my God, I got to go sell more, we start to think, what should I cut out? How can I stop spending money on certain things? Where do I need to trim back my expenses? 
And that is fear. That is a limiting belief. That is fear creeping into your head and saying, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm not making the money I thought I was going to be making. And so instead of going and doing my mindset work, like Emily tells me to, go journal, go tap, go, maybe I need to take this mindset course that she's talking about. Instead of going to do that work, meditating, there's so much, you guys, that you can do. Instead of doing that, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to open my bank account. I'm going to look at all my charges. I'm going to see what I should cut out, what I shouldn't spend money on. I'm going to you know, go to the cheap grocery store and not go to the one that I really love that has the good healthy food that I like. We're not going to go out to dinner. We're not going to go on that vacation. We're not going to do all these things. That's what happens. Tell me this has happened to you. It's happened to me, okay? That's why I'm talking about it because I've done this. I've gone through my bank account and been like, oh my God, I need to cancel things. And listen, there might be things you need to cancel sometimes because you're like, oh, I don't use that. Why am I paying for that, okay? Let's all be real about that, right? But like, I wanna make sure that what you're doing doesn't come from fear. When a decision is based in fear, it means that that decision is probably not a good decision. Most of the time, it's not. I'm gonna go ahead and say all the time it's not. So when you're coming from a place of, I need to buy more to sell more, that's from a place of fear. Do you see where I'm circling back here? I need to buy more because I'm not selling enough. No, 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 stop. You got to go sell more, okay? And sometimes our mindset's holding us back around selling more because we're not showing up in the way we should online, Maybe we're not posting consistently. Maybe we're not being our true self. Maybe we're not asking for the sale. There's been so many of my clients where I watch their Facebook lives and they don't ever ask for the sale. They'll say like, oh, I have this available. Yeah, it's so cute. It's, you know, like it's available. Just like send me a message or like DM me or I don't know, just like say you want it below or, you know, or sometimes they don't even go that far to say that. Sometimes they literally don't even say, like, you can have this if you do X, Y, and Z. Okay? Like, sometimes they don't even say that. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you guys. Like, you've got to ask for the sale. You've got to tell people what to do. When you don't ask for the sale, you're just taking yourself right out of the game. So you might – maybe you are getting over the hump. Maybe you are showing up. You're doing the Facebook Lives. You're posting consistently. But you're never asking for the sale. Or maybe you're not posting the correct link to go right to that item. You're just posting your website link or something like that. That can be a problem too. So just know that I really, I really, 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 really want you to get in the mindset of I need to sell more to buy more. I need to sell more um, in my store to go buy more inventory. That should be how your brain is working. The more I sell, the more I get to buy. And that's the exciting part here, right? That's why we opened our business because it's so exciting to go buy. I mean, that's like, I, I love online shopping for my store. It was basically like replaced any other shopping I did for myself, right? So if you can start to think about how you can sell more and then you can go buy more, that's gonna get you ahead. That's going to get you in the right frame of mind to keep going and to end up making more money in your business. Okay, another thing that I hear all the time is another money mindset issue. Okay, we're talking money mindset today. So my first money mindset issue was that I need to buy more to sell more. Nope, we need to sell more to buy more. Okay, that's number one. Next is the hidden costs. So when I say hidden costs, what I mean is I have a lot of people say to me, Emily, how can I reduce the shipping from the vendor on these styles? 
Like I'm paying so much in shipping. And listen, paying so much is relative. Like this is a total dependent thing. This is also like when someone says to me, well, I don't want to pay the credit card fee when I take credit cards. Like I was recently at my hairstylist, okay? And I love this guy. He's great. He's smart. He's good at what he does. You guys see my hair on video. It looks good, right? So here's the thing. I was at his his shop getting my hair done and I there was like a changeover. So the woman in, in you know ahead of me was getting her like checking out. And he took her credit card and, and he was like, oh, you know, this time I'll let it pass. But just so you know, going forward, I'm going to add a 3% charge to your services if you use a credit card. And this was a new client of his. And I was like, I didn't say anything to him, but I was kind of like, oh, really? Like, it's like a great way to lose a happy customer, right? They're so happy. They're glowing. You know what I mean? Like you just got your hair done. You feel good. Like she looked good. Okay. And then you go and say that, like that can trigger so many women and they're like, oh, you're going to charge me even more. Right. And this is a guy who, again, I love him. And I, I would say this to his face if he asked me for business advice, but I'm not in the business of walking around giving people business advice. Okay. But I would tell him this, you know, he has a poster on his wall, like his wall, you know, sign. It says like, I'm a luxury hairstylist, right? Like I do luxury. I'm an artist. And for him to like be so luxurious and market himself like that, but then on the back end, add this crappy little 3% fee. I was kind of like, dude, like, can't you just figure out the average, you know, figure out your average ticket and, and figure out what 3% of that is and add a little bit to all your service charges. Like that makes no sense, right? Like guys, this is the cost of doing business in 2018. If you're listening to this in the future, there might be other costs of business, but the cost of doing business these days is that you know you're going to get more people using their credit card, especially when you're online, okay? Like you know this. The cost of doing business is dealing with that percentage fee. I mean, I do that. Like any course you take with me, like I have to pay that fee too. We all do. Okay. So worrying about it and like having to upcharge for it or kind of getting caught up in it. Here's the thing. I don't want you to get caught up in it. I don't want you to tell your customers about it. Okay. Like don't do what, don't do what my hairstylist did and tell people about that. Okay. On the back end, this should be, and, and if you're brand new, you're starting your business, this should be built into your business plan. Okay. You should be thinking about all the extra little costs that are coming in and just adding them into your wholesale or adding them into your shipping, right? So, so things that I see that should technically sort of be what I like to say amortized into your cost, right? Is number one, your shipping from the vendor. Okay. That you want to be adding in to your wholesale cost. Two is your credit card fees. You might want to add a dollar or two onto everything, okay? Three is your free shipping to your customers. If you're going to do free shipping to customers, you've got to add that in to your price, your retail price. That's just how it goes. Because here's the deal is I can sit here and tell you all day long, if you've listened to any of my stuff, you've read my book, you know I talk about having a 60 to 70, 65 to 75, whatever, 3x, IMU margin, right? So wholesale to retail, we're multiplying by three. Now, here's the thing is that's like a baseline. And if you work with me one-on-one, you work in, with me in one of my programs, we go a little bit deeper. And I, you know, I, I, there are some nuances to that. But 
on a public recording like this that anyone can listen to, I'm just going to blanket say 3x because that's going to help you more than the nuanced stuff, right? The nuanced stuff is is a little bit deeper. But what you need to know with that 3x is that you've got to be including kind of all of this stuff because you could have a 3x margin, but you could decide to give people free shipping, but then boom, that comes out of your retail, right? That's lost money. So if you're still like in this place where you feel like you're selling a lot, you're making a lot of revenue, but you don't have a lot of money left at the end of the month, it could be because you haven't taken into account some of these hidden costs or you've been so worried about them that they're kind of like crushing you. So remember, I don't want you to worry about this. It's like I said, this is the cost of doing business, period. Like this, like everyone's dealing with this, okay? It's like you're not unique and that you have to deal with all these costs. But also on top of it, worrying about it doesn't help. You've got to just plan for it, okay? And you've got to just accept it. Like this is what it is. All right, last but not least is feeling regretful about things that you've bought that haven't sold. So I can sit here and tell you all the reasons like you need to market it, you like you need to show it seven times. But at the end of the day, there's some things that just don't sell. And there's some things that you spent money on that are just kind of a bust. So I'll tell you a story about there were some events I did or I remember when I was closing the store, there's a couple different times when Greg, my fiance, if you're listening to this, he might now be my husband, but he went to business school. I went to art school. And so when, sometimes when business stuff comes up that he learned about in business school, I get upset about, he'll be like, whoa, 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 that's like blah, blah, blah. Or have you heard about this theory? Or here, there's a story about this, right? He's always like sort of giving me a different perspective, right? Which spouses and, and boyfriends and things should be doing, right? So here's here's what happened is, is I remember when I was closing my store and I was looking around and I was like, oh my God, I just have like all this stuff I spent all this money on. Oh, like the racks and the paint and the dressing room curtains, right? Like you put so much money into that stuff. And I just remember being like, oh, I'm never going to make this money back. Like I just, this money's gone, you know? And one of the things Greg said to me is, is he said, well, yeah, Emily, of course, that's what's called sunk cost. There's certain things in your business that you're spending money on that you kind of like going into it have to just know that you're never going to get the money back. And for me, you know, I didn't go into it thinking that. So here I am on the back end thinking, oh, I'm losing all this money. Like, no, I wasn't losing money. That was my mindset. Okay. Like I, the minute I spent that money, I lost that money. It was gone. There's no, like, there's no now, you know, two and a half years later, there's now no, there's no lost money. Like it was spent two years before. And so that just becomes a sunk cost, right? So sometimes there might be inventory that is just a sunk cost and like, you're not going to get the money back. Maybe you get a fraction of it back. Maybe you're able to distash it or maybe you're able to donate it and get a tax write-off or something like that. But a lot of times I feel like we get really caught up in, oh my gosh, we sent this money. We're never going to get it back. Well, like again, that's sort of like just how business is. There are certain things you're going to spend money on that you're not going to get back. I mean, I'll tell you when I did my book tour at the beginning of 2018, there were certain venues that like I didn't sell enough tickets and that was sunk cost. You know, there was one location 
that I was fully broke even on. The other two locations, I didn't. And I'm not going to tell you which ones, but, you know, certain venues were more expensive. Certain hotels were more expensive. Certain, you know, situations were more expensive than others. And some cities I had nurtured more. And so I just had to go into it knowing that, you know, it was a marketing expense. I knew going into it that it was, it was for me to meet some of you guys. It was for me to get on stage for myself. You know, I hosted that book tour myself. And so I knew going into it that, you know, there was going to be some sunk costs and I was okay with that. And so I think that as you start to become a more developed business owner, you become, you know, you get a little bit tougher skin. You realize that there's some things that you're going to spend money on that you just might never get the money back on. So just be okay with that. You know, again, I think the more that we try to take ourselves out of the game money mindset wise with some of these old sayings like, oh, you know, I lost money on this. Like you didn't lose money or, oh, I can't believe I have to pay for these shipping costs, you know, or, oh, I just need to go buy more stuff and I'll sell more stuff. Like, Like all of this stuff, guys that I've talked about, it's just taking you out of the game. It's putting you in a place of lack. It's putting you in a place of fear. It's putting you in these places that aren't good for you. You know, we've got to make sure that we're keeping our vibration high. We've got to make sure we're doing the mindset work every day to get in the frequency of abundance and what it is that we want and what it is that we are creating in our lives. Because we didn't start this business to worry about shipping costs on a top right? We we started these businesses to have freedom, to have flexibility, to do what we love, to help people. So get yourself out of this game of thinking that there's a lack of money or thinking that you're putting out more money that's coming thing is coming back. We always should just be focusing on selling more, making more money, putting ourselves out there, being more honest, showing up more for our people. Those are the things that are going to build a business. Those are the tenants at w- that grow massive brands. So I hope you've loved this episode. I hope that you're going to start looking at your money mindset and things that are going on in your business in a little bit different of a way, because I think that if you can start to do these little shifts, then the big shifts will come quicker. They'll come easier and they'll be more impactful. So here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.